Okay, welcome to my, I don't think I did an episode this year, which is really bad, and apologies in advance. Um, I'd like to blame COVID for not recording more podcasts, and I'd like to blame Kat as well. I don't know where she is, my co-host. But what I've decided to do is I've got a fantastic guest who is so knowledgeable in the music industry. It's just phenomenal. He knows so much. And you're probably thinking, Val, you usually talk about, you know, all things digital and, you know, et cetera. So how does that fit in? Well, music's changed a lot. So um, do, do I address you as DJ Reminis or Amon or how should I? Sure, yeah, whatever. DJ Reminis is kind of like my stage <laughs> name, but Amon, so, you know, that's fine too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so welcome, Amon. We should have uh, spoken about this before actually recording this podcast. So welcome, Amon. I'm in, uh, to my podcast, um, Lean Thinking uh, in a Digital World, uh, so Think Lean. But the digital world has really um, swept across the music industry. If you look over the past five plus years, um, it's just gone crazy, right? I remember having a number of records, um, cassettes, CDs. Um, I remember my CD player in my car years ago. And now, similar to yourself, I've got a Tesla. And one big screen, and I can't insert my CD anyway. What's going on? Why? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on your show, bro. I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours. You know, we touch base on on you know Twitter and social media all the time, and I, I love the things you say. I love the things you do. So props I appreciate to you. that. Um, to answer your question, it's it's changed the game. Um, it's changed the world dramatically. Being able to digitize pretty much anything from music to pictures to now even the words you say regarding NFTs, which I think you should do a podcast on that, my friend, NFTs. Um, NFTs are huge, aren't they? Yeah, but that's a huge different discussion for a broader day. Um, But, I mean, it's inevitable. It's evolution. If you're not on, you know, you have no choice. You have to go the digital route. Um, Prior to this, you know, when we went from CDs, like you were saying, which was a great digital f- sort of, you know, hybrid format, and we went straight to MP3s, um, there was a lot of resistance, especially from like, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of speaking from the South Asian side of things now um, with, you know, music or video or whatever have you to try to get onto that sort of MP4, MP3 format. I don't know why there was a resistance, I asked myself, but... Um, I think we were, as a culture, late to embrace it, and it did affect us in in a, in a in a way, um, being late to the game. But I see how now, did it affect us? Just just on that one, then. So how did it affect us then? So it's, it's just setting, like for example, it, it just put us back a couple. Like for example, like I don't remember when YouTube first came out, when Apple and all this stuff first came out it was kind of like an afterthought. It wasn't part of the business strategy of releasing your music or your videos, right? Whereas like the big six, right? Or the big movie platforms would use that right away as part of their, you know, their launch strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually caught on, but it's, you know, when you're late to the game, you lose that sort of listenership and viewership right in the beginning. You know what I mean? Because people people eventually find something they attracted to and they watch it. So you, you, you list cruising. I mean, like T series made it back, you know, on YouTube, like they're the biggest YouTube channel in the world now. Right. I mean, I'm not saying there was a, you know, a major hit, but I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm referring to, and I want to keep this, uh, 
uh, sort of my this this chat that you know I are having for like newbies, right? People that are going to set up the, for the first time or trying to get a jump start on the next sort of step in their musical career, or video career, whatever it may be for digital content. Um, you know, don't be late to the game is typically my message. You know, you need to try a bunch of things. Like it's like going to a, like a restaurant a la carte. You gotta, you know, you gotta try a bunch of things that's on the menu that's there in front of you to see see what's gonna you know what you're gonna like do you think people are scared so i i remember i fully remember the whole cds and from after that mp3s um to now streaming right so you got your spotify's your apple music etc um and, and so there's a progression now do you think people are scared because i remember people could download illegally uh songs for free and they thought, right, we're going to lose out here. We're not going to make any money. Because when you sold a CD as a physical product, right, um, they were making money when they sold something. But from MP3s, etc., and it's changed now, so everyone's streaming now. And again, the money, the amount of money artists making is is not as much as what they used to do back in the day. So, you know, are artists afraid? But even then, I'm going to ask you two questions. One, on the artist side of things, um, are they afraid because they're not going to make enough money? And then the customers or consumers of music, um, they, I'd say as a whole, kind of kept up with the change and they're listening to a whole variety of music and you've got a number of remixes, people um, remixing a lot of songs, you know, DJ Frenzy, for example. Um, and, and there's a lot of other artists as well, right, across different genres who are doing some fantastic remixes of music. And it's a lot easier to get, like you just mentioned, on YouTube. Yeah, I mean... It's one of those things, right? Like it's it's the fear of unknown, <clears throat> excuse me, because of lack of education. You know, mm. like I, you may have seen me in harp about this. Like, what real CEOs or music, you know, echelon of trained professionals do we have running, you know, South Asian labels, right? I, again, I'm not talking about the T series. Eventually, you know, that was a movie company. Right. They had the experts in there, you know, crossed over like I'm talking like on on average. Right. So, you know, this argument is, well, <clears throat> you know, I'm an artist. You're not. You're more than an artist. Right. You're selling you're selling an emotion. Like, for example, yeah, I DJ music, but my name reflects my brand. DJ Reminisce is all about reminiscing those moments. So when I play music, I'm selling you an emotion like I want you to come back to me 20 years from now and be like, I remember you came to my show. You played this song. I connected with this girl and now we're married. And I used to get that. Right. So wow. I think, I think, I think people need to understand like you're, you're more than just a Punjabi singer. You're more than just a rapper. Like you, you like, like when I used to DJ in clubs, I used to sell gangster music because that's the kind of stuff I liked. Um, you know, whether it's right or wrong, but that, that was my thing. Right. Like I was West coast yeah. hip hop. That's all I would play. And I would play in such a way where people loved it or whatever. Right. So that's kind of like, so no matter what you do, there's, there's more to it than just like your title. Right. Like I'm on Twitter, like, Oh, you're just a, you know, cultural advocate. No, man, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to document our culture. Right. As it is for now, from where I see it from my perspective. Right. So here's, I, I think so, so coming in, so coming in onto that one then. So, if, if you look at what technology has done um, as a whole to the music industry, and then I'm going to zoom in into, you just mentioned when you used to DJ, um, 
and the whole emotion side of thing you you know i love the story that you just said where you know people could relate um and pinpoint right and say you know you played a particular song i met somebody we got together you know dot 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 i think that's so brilliant but does does techn- has technology disrupted that a little bit where now it it doesn't really happen as much um not really it's made it easier like in my case for example <clears throat> um I have access to hundreds of thousands of songs at my fingertips. So if I want to create something or get something, I can get it with a snap of a finger. 20 years ago, I was in like these, what we used to call record pools. Cause I only used to spend vinyl. I never went to CDs. I just couldn't do it. I just, I'm so old fashioned. <laughs> when I went to CDs, <laughs> I freaked out. Like I couldn't do it. So for me to be able to get the latest record or the latest single, I had to wait for it to be distributed from my record pool and pray that I got a copy. Right. So there's that lapse. So now that whole, that whole um, experience of, you know, getting that first record, you know, getting it in your, in your hands, right. It, it's changed. It's not there. It's not a tangible item anymore. So this is the problem that people don't see. So me, like, like, I don't know how old you're about, but I'm assuming we're roughly in the same sort of, I think we're Generation X. Yeah, I assume. that's probably so, that. What you got to realize is we grew up listening to music and watching movies, right? Listening to music is a different experience than what the new generation is where they watch music. It's totally different. I love that. I love it. it, it it's, it's a totally different experience. Wow. So... You know what I mean? Like, even like I've noticed when you go to club, like when you go to like parties and when I started DJing and this whole, like when I would start doing video dance parties, it was a different vibe. They can relate to the music right away versus like when we grew up, the DJ put on a, you know, a song. We're like, holy, that's our jam. We knew right away from listening to it, like the riff or the the beginning of the record. Right now I'd play a video, they'd watch this. So they're watching screens, right? And they're like, oh, my song's coming on. And the first verse doesn't even hit yet. Wow. So from listening to music, we're watching music. Of course, right? And that's why, that. like, that, and that's that's the digital age where it's changed. And that's what I mean by it's changed the game. And, and like, that has to be, like, the thing with anything you do, like, you coach football, yeah? Soccer, you coach. Yeah, so yeah. So you have a certain way of doing things, of setting up your lines, or, you know, you're going to do some drills, Right. You're not you're not setting them up to, you know, like they're going to play volleyball. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything like music is music, sports is sports. But when we come to certain things, there's certain like there's like the emotion, there's the the that the factor of, um, you know, I was talking about when you put when you're when you as an artist, like if you're you when you're playing when you're playing your music versus on radio versus on video you really got to understand the technical details of that. Like you got to understand the technical details of like defensive work, whatever you got to understand human psyche as well. Right. I think that's really important. And this is the kind of stuff that um, is overlooked in my opinion. This is where marketing experts and people that are experts in the field come in, you know, like I'll give you an example. I've been recently working with um, in the studio. Those of you that don't know, I'm a mix engineer as well. Um, I've been working with a big reggae artist named Conquer. I mixed a record for them. Um, and, um, they, they were just talking about, you know, I asked them, I go, what's kind of like your goal for this record? Like, where are you going to launch it? <clears throat> and they came back and told me that they're going to spend some silly money on TikTok. I'm like, really? 
He goes, yeah. He goes, that's On where TikTok. everybody is. Yeah. He goes, that's wow. where everybody is. That's what everyone's doing right now. And that's that's where artists get launched. And I think I said this like four or five years. How long? I can't remember how old TikTok yeah. is. Probably three, four years old. I remember going on Twitter and I got blasted, bro, for saying if you're not an artist on TikTok, you need to be an artist on TikTok. Oh my god, I got, I got like shit lathy. Like seriously, I was like the excommunicated. And and these are big <laughs> six labels spending probably hundred thousand dollars on TikTok campaigns. You know, whatever the number is. So from so, listening to music to people, say visual. So this is the thing right like you're when you're listening to the song yeah with that generation they they're looking for a visual experience whether some guy making a funny dance to it or whatever yeah. that that's what's making records pop right now today like that is the formula like you need to get it viral somehow have someone make a dance to it whatever it is because that's what kids like even my like my girls all they watch tiktok that's all they do that's all they watch but that, and they're like doing that, the dances they're doing these little weird things it's it's very interesting to me now I don't remember the the there was a popular dance probably a year or two ago. Ah, mind you, there's probably been lots. Um, and on on TikTok, you know, everyone's doing this dance. It's a complicated one. Uh, it's <laughs> where the hands are going in front of you and then behind you. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. I but I remember, remember. It. everyone was trying to do. It. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, and you kind of swing your hips, but you don't swing your hips and your arms. Anyway, yeah. it's so complicated, but. This is a great, I tell you, your knowledge is phenomenal because you're right from kind of listening to music when when you, when you that first beat drops or you just know that's my tune to now watching everything and then now moving on to TikTok. So, you know, spending a lot of money on a platform that's going to give a viewer, um, you know, not a lot of time, um, but you still get your music across. But how are they making money? How are artists making money out of this? That's 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 the million dollar question, right? I mean, <clears throat> I think um, the big artists, the top ten percent, they're covered. Um, you know, they get they get the shows. Um, they probably get some kickback from the labels, some split, whatever it is. But it's tough, man. Especially since YouTube had that adacopolis, right? The mm. apocalypse where ads were cutting like to a third oh i actually had this i'm so i'm on the i'm in the youtube mastermind group every wednesday with a bunch of friends and these you know some of these like million dollars sorry million dollar get million subscribers hundred thousand subscribers so that's all we do is talk every wednesday just about youtube right and we're and we talk about these things and you know joe scott a friend of mine big youtuber you can check him out he does like science videos and stuff and he was telling me he had to diverse, right? Like even at that stage, when you're at million subscribers getting whatever, you know, 50, 60,000 views for video, he had to diverse. He gets brand deals. Um, you know, he doesn't see he was selling merch. So <clears throat> where I'm going with this, and this is the kind of stuff that I know you love talking about is the entrepreneurial part of being an artist. Right. And this is where this is, this is probably the most important part. I think, yeah, you want to be a singer. That's great. But if no one knows who you are, that's one problem, right? Or an artist. And if you don't know how to monetize your brand, that's another problem. So you got, in my opinion, you got two problems. Like the first one is pretty much easy to figure out. You just do your thing and let nature take its course, right? The second part is a learning curve. And it's a big learning curve, especially if you've never done anything like that before. And I think that's where a lot of the, you know, artists slash whatever creators fails because it's an unknown 
and they got to jump out of their comfort zone to be able to do stuff like that. And do you feel you know there's, I mean? there's an issue of, yeah, absolutely. So do you, do you feel there's an issue of maybe time and money? So, you know, an artist would probably struggle, right? So he's got to write the music or get the lyrics from somewhere, do the music, sing the song, package it all together, get it out there. There's a lot already going on. Yeah, and then now on top of that, you've got the whole marketing side of things. As you say, you know, you've got to, now I, I know a thing or two about marketing, right? Um, for the brand I work with, even though I'm in on the tech side of things, um, the, the brand Coca-Cola, they, they link up with a number of things, right? So they sponsor the Olympics, the Euros. Um, I've got a Coke bottle in front of me actually in my study um, and it says Skyfall, so James Bond. And they did limited edition Coke bottles with, with, um, with James Bond. And, and you're right, you do have to look, what else can you do? So I'm, as an artist, I suppose what you're trying to say there is your brand. What else can you do? And one of the things I think you and I spoke about was um, Dr. Ray and Beats. How how you came about with the idea, well, you know, the, the idea came and how huge that company went uh, and then the salt to apple. Yeah. Is this the kind of thing? Is this the kind of thing that artists should be thinking about? 100%. Bro. Listen, biggest artist right now, if we're talking South Asian, right? Um is Sidhu Musiala. Yeah. Okay. That guy's got what million subscribers on Instagram. I don't know whatever on YouTube's got five, six million subscribers. You can't tell me that if he used to release a hat or a t-shirt or something, people aren't gonna buy it. That's ridiculous. Honestly, he'd make a killing because it's it's you know, you and I know that it's all about stats, right? It's yeah. like it's it's whatever you put out 10% of whatever the number is gonna be, they're gonna end up buying something. It's just what well, I would like if there was an album or a vinyl of his work, I'd buy it. I'd hundred percent. I'd buy two copies. So I have a backup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brilliant. So it's like, so I remember um, another artist, Punjabi MC, PMC. Yeah. Um, he brought an app, the Dumbi app uh, yeah. on, onto mobile phone. Um, and I think he did a few other things as well. Right. Um, so, so I understand what you're saying, but then it comes down to time and money, right? How much are you going to invest into your brand? But, but that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, either you got to go all in, or listen. It comes back to listen. It comes back to the the simple thing: is I want to get married. Okay, that's great. But I want to, you know, I I want I want to see if it works out. No, that's not how it works. You don't try to get married. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I want to see if this works out. Like, you either you're all in, or because you know how it is. You can't. You can't. Um. Like, I'm not saying it's not going to fail. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. if you cannot put in 100% of your effort, then what is the actual point? I'll give you my story, for example, right? I've been mixing. I've been in the studio life since I was 15, 16 years old. Okay? Brown kid living in, you know, South Vancouver. There was a lot of racism back then, right? From the hood. And, you know, I used to even when I used to DJ, I'd have to knock on doors, take my records with me, give me five minutes, give me 15 minutes. That's all I want. I don't want to get paid. I just want to DJ, right? Had to struggle to get anything before I got to, you know, regular nights. In same thing in the studio, you know, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. No, 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 no. It was just happened to be, you know, Len from Fiasco Brothers a while back gave me an intern when I was younger because he was actually recording Punjabi artists. Harpajan Man, I think, was the first one in the studio. He didn't know Punjabi music, so I was at the right place at the right time. Right. So, but that wasn't by fluke. 
that was because I put in the work. Like if I wasn't knocking on doors, I never would have been at the right place at the right time. Right now, yeah. 30 years later, I finally got to mix a major label record, which opened the doors for me. Like the studio's jammed, bro. Like I'm not boasting or bragging. What I'm saying is it took me 35 years to get to this point. I could have quit 20 years ago. If I wanted see, a lot to. of people, a lot of people see that as overnight success. <laughs> oh, I, I wish <laughs> overnight success. Those are rare, though, and those you need to appreciate, right? Like Sid the Musiala, yeah. like all these guys that came up in the last five years. Those are rare. It's maybe one percent of the industry is like that. You know what I mean? Like, look at Diljit, biggest artist in the world. Look at his struggles. His mm. first, you know, he he came into the game like seven or eight years later when people like when they, they actually popped. And then it's right. all about having the right connections as well, right? So it's only when, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, True School, the album that he did, mm -hmm. isn't that what put him on the map? One of them. I think personally for me, it was world. It was Honey Singh who put him on the map with Luck 28. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what gave him the, the international eyes. And then True School basically took that to another level and kind of solidified the career. You know what I mean? Yeah, So, yeah. Um, But again... You know, it's it's one of those things you you got you, you don't know until you try. That's that's my point, right? Like when we like here's uh, you know when and on the topic of like digital content creation, this is what's gonna get you to that next level. Like imagine if Diljeet vlogged, he'd be bigger than he actually is. And we spoke opinion. about this on Twitter, right? right? We yeah. we spoke about you know anyone who's got a passion, let's say for for a yeah. moment. Yeah, we, sp we speak about um, South Asian music artists, but anyone who's got a passion, if you start blogging, vlogging, sorry, uh, yeah. TikToking, all the rest of it, um, it's getting your passion out there. And people will take notice. There are people interested in yeah. in various you know groups and, and certain aspects. 100%. Um, you know, if, if someone started vlogging, I'm just thinking, you know, about... Um, certain tech things that i'm into you know like yeah. flying cars for example <laughs> yeah right yeah I mean, i'd be fully on that yeah but i mean like okay again big artists aside it is what it is right they've they've yeah. they're they don't have the time whatever it may be they're busy but if you're like a young you know kind of like you know mid-tier b artist whatever like i would watch you getting up in the morning seeing your morning routine right what are you doing going shopping whatever it may be because i'm a fan Right. Like mm. it's it's if you're not adding that personal touch, like here's the thing, bro, like it's it's changed. Did digitally change the game because people expect to do business with a person, not with a name. Right. Like it's it's it's, you know, Steve Jobs of Apple. Right. Mm. It's Elon Musk of Tesla and SpaceX. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people want to yeah, do yeah. business with a name and a face. So why wouldn't, like, as an artist, like, I'm, you know, like, you and I are big True School fans. It's because of True School. Yeah, his music is fantastic. But, you know, him, like, him as a bunda has a factor into that. Do you right? know what I love about him? Can I, can I just share what I like about him? You're right. Crazy. His music is good. His music is good. But I just love his kind of rawness. Mm -hmm. um, he does not give a crap. No. He just says how things are. And I love it. I love that. There's yeah. no... None of this. Well, I think it should be like this, or you know, the kind of politeness. I, I have to do that sometimes in in yep. certain aspects of my career, right? Whereas him, he's like, no, that's crap. You're talking crap. 
and he'll say it. <laughs> and, I, and I've seen a couple of interviews yeah. of his, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but that's but great. But that's say, his brand, right? But that's the whole thing. That's that's his right. brand. You're that's right. his brand. And this, and this is the part that that artists really understand is you're a walking, talking money machine, and that's your brand. You need to stick with it, figure it out, and that's it. Right. And they just figure out a way to get it out and people can see it because you can send it out to a thousand people. Maybe 10% of it are going to like you if yeah. you're lucky. Right. It's just the so way the stats is, work. So, so if True School was selling, I, I don't know if he's going to ever listen to this, but if he does and, and he's selling t shirts or hoodies, I'd be buying them, you know? Oh, 100%. Man, I'd buy, I'd like, I actually asked for a uh, check one record. So and then what did he say? Uh, I don't know. I haven't responded back. I haven't really followed up, but I'd love one. I'd buy one too. I want to get right. one as well. Yeah, I've Bro, seen those hoodies. Shipping yeah. kills me, right? Because I'm in Canada. Yeah. I'll send it to your house and I'll pick it See, up. See, I'm down to A52, right? So yeah. Darby's not far from me. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. I, I mean, want to get so, one. Yeah, it's right. So, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think, did see, here's the thing with digital content. And this is where I see artists really don't take advantage of, right? Like, it's like you release a song. You release the video and then that's it. You're not sending your people anywhere else. Right? Because yeah. you got to remember most people that go on digital content, they're sheep. Right? Mm. They they basically just want like I'm like I've been watching health videos because I'm kind of in the health kick now. You know, I'm 46 years old. You know, I'll live to at least 60, hopefully. So I've oh, been longer, you know, mate. Come on. So I'm on YouTube and I'm watching a video yeah. and I'd be like, if you want to blah, 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 go here. And I automatically just, well, thinking click on it. Right. So here's so, a question for you then. So I'm, I'm going to stop you there for a second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You used to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. What happened? Just time, bro. It was just time. And I think but this comes to back to that point that I said is about time yeah. and money. Right. So your yeah. podcasts are really good. And the reason yeah. why I'm bringing this together, I'm connecting two dots now. Yeah. I used to listen to your podcast when I was on the treadmill. Yeah, so I'd be running, that. and I used to listen, and I used to love it. And yeah. and the the duration of your podcast was just the right duration that I wanted to spend on the treadmill. As soon as it finished, I was off. I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, it was uh, because I actually moved. Um, okay. This past year was really hectic, so I moved four yeah. hours away from originally was, and then I got back into the property game. So I've been just tied up, renting my house, living in another. Finally moved in. So I'm, and then I had to build the studio again. So that was a headache because I just learned the room I was in. I had to rebuild it. Now I'm learning the room again. And then, um, uh, but to be honest, I, I just needed the mental break as well. Yeah. Um, just from getting yelled at all the time for the things I say. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they, they are coming back. It's just now I'm kind of set up now. Um, the couple of little things I got to tweak. But I'm definitely going to start uh, doing those podcasts again. So, because I, I, you know, that was my outlet. That was kind of like, because I don't DJ anymore. So, that yeah. was kind of like my outlet of my creativity. Um, so, yeah, they're definitely coming. I appreciate the love, bro. I know you, you're a big supporter of that. And, and I get 100%. You know yeah. what? That, and another reason why I wanted you on this podcast, and, and it is very much, you know, I've talked about all sorts of tech before. And, and we have on this podcast, right? We've spoken about how music's evolved. Um, and it's not just about music. I, once again, you know, I'm going to say it from from listening to watching music. I love that. Um, but you have everything you say you do. So you are a brand, and everything you do, you know, your podcast and how you how you talk about certain things. And, and you and I have had conversations, as we've spoken about on on Twitter, about 
how individuals, and I'm not even going to call them artists for a moment. You could be anyone. You, you need to look at your brand and work on it. And the world's moving so quickly now today as well. And it's fascinating, as you said, that you know this huge artist who you've done some mixing for, they're going straight to TikTok. And that mm. baffles me. Now, maybe I'm a little bit old, <laughs> but that baffles me that you're going straight to TikTok. But then, hey, if that's the thing to do, that's the thing to do. And maybe I should be thinking, wow, I need to get on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, there may be an opportunity. Look, at the end of the day, you got to go where the people are, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like a lot of it's common sense, too, right? Like, you also like, and this is this is what I mean by there's no real experts. Like, no one, you can't tell me that in like, you know, I'm not picking on movie box. Let's just say movie box, for example, because we all yeah. know movie box. You can't tell me there's a guy in there that's actually going through reading stats of all the social media sites. What's what? Who's making money where? There isn't anybody. There isn't. I can guarantee you that. Right. But when you talk to, you know, like I've been dealing with BMG lately. I mean, you mm -hmm. talk to their guys that are running the scenes. It's amazing the technical detail these guys know. And it's fascinating, bro. Like you go to these conferences, like I've been to a few and they talk about, you know, when you like there's us talking about releasing an artist, then there's them talking about releasing an artist. And their first thing is, if you don't have money, forget it. You know what I mean? It's going to cost you X amount of dollars, fifty, sixty thousand dollars blah, 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 blah. You got to do this. You got to do that. Right. So they're on a different level, but that doesn't mean you like, and that shouldn't, this shouldn't be a discouragement. Like you can take some of that, especially if you're newbie or an independent artist, like you've got the tools right in front of you to do whatever you want. Really, honestly, for free, because I, I I've, I've done a bunch of talks on this, which I, you know, I, I guess I never really posted because I was kind of shy, but you know, you shy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Bro. I used to, yeah. I, so I used to like I everyone would tell me like what what is the go to formula for a new artist? I go, there isn't one, right? Like the 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 your goal has to be to release the best possible music or video, whatever it is, format of your choice that you can afford at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. So whatever your budget is, that's your budget. So you gotta figure out how to parse it out and make it the best as possible. Love it. Love it. You know, like, and that's where people fail all the time. They're like, have a crappy mix and then they'll have a, a great video and the two don't jive. Yeah, you can, we can argue Well, people don't care. They do care. Yeah. People do care. People aren't dumb, man. Like I've been in a situation where I'm DJing a record and I screw up a mix. People shake their head because they can feel it. See, music is feeling, right? Mm. Whether you're watching it, whether you're listening to it, it's a feeling, it's a vibe. So... People aren't dumb. I love that. I love People, that. You know, and then why would you? And the other part too, Val, is a fine fascinating. You are about to put a piece of work out for the world to see, right? Millions, whatever, billions of people watching YouTube. Why would you want to put subpar work out? Yeah. So that and that's where it comes back to that time, invest, money. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just conscious that this has been a great podcast, by the way. Um, Sorry if it went too I, long, bro. I've learned no, 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 not at all. I've, I've learned lots. You know, and that, this is what I love talking to people who are so knowledgeable in the industry. Just love it because not only am I learning, hopefully, people listening, they'll be taking some golden nuggets away and thinking, right, I need to work on this. I've got, I've got a couple of questions I want to wrap up with. Please, yep, let's do it. Um, what's next for music then? So we moved from, as you said, listening to watching. What's next? It'll be, I think, it'll be all subscription based. That's where I think it's going. Basically, you pay a monthly fee, which has already started, right? But you get to, you know, 
but it'll be more linear, I think. For example, you know, nine ninety nine for only hip hop or ten ninety nine for only this. I think it's going to be subscription based, uh, which I like because I don't like paying for something and not getting any value out of it. So I think, mm. I think that value for price model is where it's going to be at. Like I said, it's already like you know, like now whatever it is, nine ninety nine for all of. You know, you can go and listen to everything on Apple Music. I think at some point they're going to realize that this isn't going to work, that they need to start splitting it out, you know, have like, whether it's like, I don't know, time-based or genre-based, but I think that's where the world is going, including TV, you know, See, if it's not already This is interesting. So, so I, I, can, I can totally see this happening. And for, for example, let's true school said tomorrow, right? I'm, I'm going to release my, or I'm going to have my own, and I know there's various websites that do this and platforms, et cetera, but, um, you know, for my fans, um, for the people who want to listen to me, if you pay me five ninety nine a month, you'll get exclusive content, um, newsletters, photos. You can watch videos that no one else can watch of me mixing, me playing live instruments, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Would you pay that? hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I've been harassing Bali. Sagu for years. Yeah. Hey man, like do a video on how your studio is and what you do in there. Even if it's like a quick five minute thing, I don't care. Like I'll even pay for it. I'll even fly down and pay to learn from you. Wow. You know, just wow. to have that sort of, just to know, you know what I mean? Like who wouldn't want to pay the true schools or like the Punjab BMCs, whoever it may be to actually learn something. I, I think it's doable. This is, this is the other problem, right? There's the digital aspect of it but there's no human educational touch to it, right? Like, why aren't we having conferences? Why aren't we having, you know, like a, like the biggest problem I, I find with our, with our community is there's no real body of like entrepreneurship, leadership, you know, uh, like, like the, like the Grammys have the Grammy association where they yeah. actually, you know, do, they do talks, they do artist development. We have none of that. It's, it's ridiculous. Maybe we should start something, right? Maybe we need yeah, to we should, take the initiative I mean, and do something. I'd love to be involved in that. You know what I mean? But it's just one of those things where like, it, it's, it just boggles my mind. Like, And then, then you wonder why people get mad at all these award shows because like, yeah. they don't mean anything because they don't trust the people behind the show. That's the problem. The root of the yeah. problem is, oh, the, that award was bought. No, it wasn't bought. It's because you just don't trust the person behind. Like, there's always a deeper meaning. Like I said, right? Like, I DJ, but that's not my brand is, like, whatever dish, you know. There's always a certain thing to it. You know, like, let's take Prophecy, yeah. for example. I don't know if you don't like, I don't know if you listen to Prophecy. But, you know, he's a great artist. But his brand and his thing is all sad, sentimental R&B vibes, mm. right? He's selling an emotion. He's selling sadness or whatever, love. Right. I think that's where I think, you know, the you got to figure out these deep connections and then figure out a way to digitize, monetize and distribute. Right. The digitize and distribution parts easy. Like it's it's free. Like anyone can go sign up a YouTube account, you know, a SoundCloud account, anchor account, whatever, maybe. Right. It's it's the monetization part. That's that. But that's never been easy, man. Like you, you have your business like it's. It's, it, if it was a walk in the park, everyone would do it. I love that. Digitize and monetize. Yeah. Those love two. It. Those two. But it's it's not that difficult either. Like, no one's saying you have to sell your stuff, right? Like, for example, yeah. like, if, if True School said, hey, man, um, I started weight training. Here's a, here's a powder I'm using. 
if you, you know, use my coupon code, you know, I'll make, you know, a little bit change out of it, but you'll get a discount. I'd buy it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're no right, one's yeah. like, it's like, it shocks me. Like if I was, if I was an artist getting hundreds of thousands of views, I'd have Amazon affiliated links in there. Here's my mic I use. Here's this that I use. They'll make, they'll make what? thousand bucks a month on the side that's more than i'll ever make out of making out of music i think once we finish the podcast i'm gonna to have to tweet uh, or, or get hold of true school somehow and and <laughs> share these ideas with him right either we we become his marketing team or something <laughs> you know do something right <laughs> oh, i mean but he's like he's just one example right I mean, but he's yeah, you know, yeah. He, but he's got but he but his brand but you gotta remember he's already monetized his brand he teaches people how to sing he does. You're right. Right. You're so that, that's right. the thing. Like, for example, like my monetization is through my talks and my work. I get music. And I get mixes come to me in mastering my studio. Right. Because that, yeah. that's my forte. So I've learned to do that. Like, you, you know what I mean? And at the same time, I give like artists that come. I, you know, tell them about the anchors. I tell them about YouTube. Here's what you should do. So I've, I've killed that bird my way. You know, like I, I was shocked my first year of going solo in the business you know, how much money I actually made. I was close to five figures at a recording Brilliant. studio that no one knew about. Right. So, I mean, the money's there, the money is there and people are there willing to give it to you. Right. It's just, Love you that. need to set your, and here's the thing. You need to set yourself up as an expert, as a brand that people can trust. Love this. Love this. So my last question, and then I'm going to let you yeah. finish your breakfast. Um, no problem. What one piece of tech in your studio could you not live without? Uh, probably my computer, my desktop, I would say. Um, because everything now is pretty much like all the stuff I do now is 90% in the box, um, mm -hmm. meaning in the studio, in like in the computer. And then when I get to the point where the artist is happy and then I'm happy, then I'll take that into the studio and run it through the boards mm -hmm. but for me it's definitely my comp I, it's kind of sad to say that actually because i'm such a guy who used to be on the boards all the time <laughs> <laughs> probably actually you know what um yeah i would say that close second would be my monitors my listening environment that's really important especially so my you, line of work do you listen or do you watch music i do both i have to do both um, a lot of the stuff I mix and a lot of the top engineers are mixing for your, for your speakerphone and those shitty white headphones. Sorry, didn't mean mm. to swear, but so everything I do, um, what I mix is based on that. But at the same time, I also got to watch to hear how it sounds, you know, when the YouTube compression hits or whatever the, you know yeah. what I mean? So but I'm, I'm scenarios. probably still half and half. Like when I'm out, I'm still listening to, you know, music in the car. But when I'm yeah. at home, I'm on YouTube. Like, for example, like Garnodula's song came out, True School obviously produced it. So yeah. I watch that. Right. And um, so, but I, I think it's going, I found myself going probably 75, 25 watching versus listening. That's the thing. You can't, you can't stop evolution and you cannot not comply with it like resistance is futile right there like, you, you go can't. you can't isn't that a brilliant way to finish the podcast i love that. i think so I love so yeah. i just want to wrap up by saying thank you sure. um oh, i know welcome. we we spent ages trying to schedule this as we said yeah. at the start and just all the little bits of information you've provided just been brilliant you know everything that we've spoken about 
yes, we focused on South Asian music predominantly. Uh, it's a common interest of both of ours. But you can take a lot of the learnings, what we've spoken about, and for everyone who's listening, you know, um, whatever your passion is, um, and especially this podcast focused on music, right? So in music, I, again, we've repeated it so many times, we've moved from listening to watching. Um, yeah. and, and if you're an artist, you know, you've got so many free tools and platforms like your TikTok and blah, 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 to go and build your brand. So digitize and monetize. I absolutely love it. I just want to say thank you. I really, really appreciate your time. Oh, you're most welcome. I, I really enjoyed this. This was fun. Brilliant. Really well, there you it's go, good. ladies and gentlemen. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. It, it, was, it was good. I learned a few things as well. I'm not going to be making a music video, so <laughs> rest assured, <laughs> I won't be doing anything like that. I'll continue with my whole digital journey and you know, talking about everything that's becoming digital in the world, so I'll continue on that front. I will record another podcast soon. Uh, watch out for that. More details coming up soon in the future. I hope whatever you're doing, you know, enjoy, take care, and just remember, digitize, monetize. I love that. I'm going to write that down and put it on a poster note. absolutely love that. Thank you very much for listening, folks. Thanks.